Will you accept this rose? Execution week is upon us. Anna, gone. Victoria, gone. And I could not be happier. I could not be more thrilled about it. Uh, How's everybody doing? It is a Monday, February 1st. Fifth episode of The Bachelor just finished ending. Joey is here as well. Joey, how you doing? Doing great. Very eventful night on the batch. It was. I love this episode. I think I told you the fourth episode was the one that I was the most disappointed with. It was the least interesting episode to me. This episode, episode five, this is why I signed up. This is why I'm watching The Bachelor. This is why I'm doing this thing. I thought it was a great episode start to finish. We're going to talk about the whole thing. But I wanted to just, first of all, get your thoughts. I mean, was this, do you think this was the, the, the best episode of the, the the season thus far and what were your thoughts just in terms of the quality of the episode because i in, in terms of the drama and what the show is supposed to give you which is which is drama um i thought it was fantastic i thought it was a great episode i loved it yeah no i think it was good i mean i think a lot happened um yep like you said it was execution week matt finally addressed all the drama which we didn't even know if he was going to do yeah so we'll he, get into yeah we'll get we'll get into all of that yeah so he did that um and yeah it was it was great um yeah a lot a lot happened a lot of drama a lot of a lot of uh good moves on Matt's part now I wasn't sure what to do I I didn't know if we were going to start by just diving right into this episode because it is such a great episode I initially have and you're nodding your head yes so that seems like the way to way to go I'm all for that um uh I, I, normally we would kind of beat around the bush with some other stuff but this was just such a great episode I think we should just dive right into um some episode five um analysis before we start I I, I want to mention just a couple a couple quick things the first thing I want to ask is this Joey do you know who Jed Wyatt is is that a name that's familiar he was a bachelorette contestant his name is Jed Wyatt. Oh yeah. Oh, oh you do know Jed. Too okay. Familiar. Okay. Interesting. Now I'm, I'm I'm following Chicks in the Office. They had a little thing. They were talking about him. He is going to be doing a podcast. Uh, I'm only going to I'm only want to talk about this for just a second. He's going to be doing a podcast. He's going to be talking a little bit more specifically in that podcast about the editing that the Bachelor does, that the the TV show does, the way that they edit him. They made him look like he's somebody he's not. He mentioned something about cheating. I don't know anything about that. I'm interested to listen to the podcast. I'm also kind of interested to hear just like a little bit more from contestants about like what that editing process is like, what they, if they, when they watch themselves back, do they like the way they look? Do they dislike the way they look? I've been doing a very small amount of research. I'm doing it kind of intentionally, uh, intentionally doing a small amount of research because I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, but I just kind of quickly wanted, wanted to, to ask your thoughts about Jed specifically, um, and again, this is going to be real quick, um, about Jed specifically, this podcast he's doing, the way he was edited. Do you have any interest in listening to that at all? So it's funny because I was not a fan of Jed the whole time he was on the show. And the funny thing about it is people were like, I don't know, he seems like a decent guy. And I was like, he is not a good guy. 
He is not in it for the right reasons. Just by his mannerisms and what he did on the show, and he just didn't seem like he was interested in um, just Hannah, yeah, in Hannah at all. Hannah B. And yeah, he just didn't seem interested in her or the process or really anything. And and I literally, you know, was starting to tell people that I was watching with. I'm like, this guy's awful. This guy's terrible. And I was sending Snapchats and Instagrams. And I didn't even know there was a scandal coming. I didn't even know there was a scandal coming at that point. And then it came out in the end that he had a girlfriend the whole time while he was on the show. So we people are like, he was cheating on his girlfriend. He was cheating on Hannah. I don't even know who he was cheating on, but it was bad. Funny. <laughs> so Funny. Okay. Okay. So I think that was a big thing. It's kind of interesting you, you, you say that um, because I think that's really what Jed has beef with, with the Bats or producers, is this whole cheating thing. Who's cheating on? T- you know what? That was fantastic, Joey. That's why you're my bachelor expert right there. Joe, and he's nodding his head. He's smiling. Yes, he's loving it. Um, but I ask you a question about Jed Wyatt. I don't know who that is. And you know what's up. I love that. Hannah B. Also, I don't know Hannah B. I know who that is. She's an absolute superstar, right? She is the, maybe the king or maybe I should say queen bachelor superstar. Is that a safe bet? Yeah, she's definitely one of the biggest faces in the franchise at this point. I think she has about two mil followers on instagram which is again why we do this thing right I mean, just for instagram followers don't forget the, it don't it, forget it at the end of the day if that's what it's for that's what it's for um i say good for hannah b for doing it is hannah b uh dating or uh with any, any bachelor contestants or is she just kind of doing her own thing now you know what I good think, for hannah b yeah i think it came out that she's dating someone new actually it just came out not from the bachelor franchise yeah, yeah just a new guy but okay. i think she's dating just some, some well interesting i just wanted to bring that up because I, I i do find that kind of uh, interesting i think everybody knows the show is is very man- any reality program is going to be very he- heavily uh, manipulated by the producers but i think it would be very interesting to hear directly from a bachelor contestant about their thoughts in terms of how things were manipulated and based on what you said joey it sounds like there's a lot for him to talk about so that that, that might be interesting i might want to want to listen to that and uh, i do kind of want to do a little bit bit more research um as well on that one last thing and then let's uh, let's dive into it this is just a simple trivia question actually uh, and again this is a surprise trivia question for joey he every time i every time it's so funny every time i'm about to ask him a trivia question he makes this face <laughs> where he gets nervous. he just it's so he's so he's so are, are are you just like thrown off by the fact that i'm going to offer you a trivia question you're not sure how it's gonna it's gonna work out i mean this is just kind of a just for fun thing here that's sort of relevant Oh, yeah. No, I'm ready. You're not, though. You're oh, not, though. You're not. Ready every, t- every time I say it, he, he makes this face. I love it. Okay. There is one. I, I, I actually did. Uh, I actually went and I, I saw this. I was curious. There is one bachelor who is still with their winner. The bachelor and the winner of that season are still married. They have a few kids together, I think is what I saw as well. And their marriage, they have made it work. And they and it is the only one, the only marriage that still exists. Do you know who that bachelor is? Isn't it Ryan and Trista? It is not. Oh, I thought that's who it was. I don't even know who that is. Who's Ryan? What's his last name? I don't know. Okay. Uh, no, it, it was not. Do you want another guess at it? Is it Sean Lowe? It is actually. Okay, it actually, Sean Lowe. it yeah. actually is. Sean. Why'd you guess Sean Lowe? I'm just kidding. Because you thought it would have to be because you've mentioned it before. Is that why you guessed it? <laughs> that's, that's what I figured. Okay. Yeah, but okay. I, I also think I, I remember they had a pretty. When I saw it was Sean Lowe, I, I wanted to make it a trivia question because I thought that was kind of funny. I also got to say, good, good for Sean Lowe. You know, we got one. We've done 25 seasons of this thing. ABC could care less if these marriages work or not. But Sean Lowe and his wife, I don't know who won that won that season, uh, made it work. 
and uh, good for them. So, uh, Sean Lowe, you are the one bachelor who uh, is still married. That is something to be proud of. I hope Matt bucks that trend. I would love to see Matt stay with one of these girls. I know I, it's not like I care that much, but and I know you're, and, and I get it. I don't want to talk about the fact that you don't actually get to know your, you know, your your spouse very well every single time we do this podcast. But I just hope Matt bucks this trend. Okay, let's get into it. A lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack of what I thought was a fantastic episode. First of all, Joey, Matt stepped up. Let's talk about the beginning of this episode because for about the first 20 minutes or so, Matt James was acting like a straight boss. I loved it. It's what we've been waiting for. It's been what we've been wanting to see. And he axed one of my least favorite people on the show, Anna. I want to get your thoughts on Matt stepping up, addressing the conflict, and making decisions. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even know if the guy had a backbone, and it was good to see um, he did have a backbone, and he finally stepped up, and he, um, yeah, no, he took matters into his own hands, he adjusted the drama, and yeah, he ended up executing Anna, which was which was great, and then he finally executed Victoria, the moment we've all been waiting for, it finally happened. It finally happened, and and I could not be uh, more thrilled to, 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 to see it happen. Um Anna, the thing with Anna that I was a little bit surprised by, kind of pleasantly surprised, actually. When Matt brought Anna in to talk, Anna completely, she really completely fell on the sword. She accepted, I gained a little bit of respect for Anna as she left because she did not try to continue to blame it. She said, hey, this is out of character for me, which I don't believe it's out of character for Anna. I don't believe anything Anna says. I don't. I believe she's, I believe that she is, upset that she got caught. I don't believe that she is truly apologetic, but I was a little bit impressed the way she handled it. She fell on the sword. She said, yep, I said it. I shouldn't have said it. And she kind of continued to say that. She actually continued. She kind of tried to make a little bit of a sob story at the end saying Matt doesn't deserve somebody that's going to say stuff like that or something. You're trying to make us feel bad for her. Um, do you feel bad for her at all? You know what? I, I actually do a little bit. I know she was not a light contestant on the show, but Here's why. She she actually did something super rare, like you said, that nobody ever does. No one ever owns up to anything mm -hmm. on this franchise. And she finally did. And for that, I do respect her a little bit. I mean, she made mistakes. Everyone's going to make mistakes. What she did, was it dumb? Yes. But the thing is, that's fact of life. Everyone's going to make mistakes. Uh, this one happened to be on national television and it happened to, you know, cost her getting removed from the show. Everyone makes mistakes. You're right. But there are consequences to every mistake. And I believe the consequence that she faced from her mistake was fair. I think Matt kicking her out right then and there, I think that's totally fair. He doesn't know these women that well. So if she's, if it, if, if she's showing that she's capable of saying something like that and doing something like that, which, again, she admitted, which I think was the right thing to do, but you're right. We all make mistakes. There are consequences to those mistakes. I don't feel one bit bad for her. I really don't. I cannot believe she was on your power rankings last week. I, I'm sorry. I just got I got to bring that up real quick, all right? I, I, I was calling. I was making fun of Joey a little bit during the show. I was calling Anna his girl uh, because she was, number, she was number five on his power rankings, and then he started to feel a little bit bad for her. I don't know. I, I really don't feel bad for her. You're right. She made a mistake. We all make mistakes. I think we've all been in situations, just like Matt said, where we say things we don't mean. We say 
mean things about people that are outside of our character. But in the very, very short time I've gotten to know Anna, and I, that's not the right word, uh, in the very short time the producers have um, shown Anna to me. Is that a little bit better? Yeah. Um, I have not been. Uh, she has not been somebody that um, she is somebody that deserves what came to her. And I'm very glad to see Matt step up like a boss. It's about time. I still don't know if he has a backbone. You said he has a backbone. I still don't know if he does. Um, he was forced to do this. He, he waited as long as he could. And then Victoria. We'll, we'll talk about Victoria super quickly. She called Ryan a hoe, I think is, the, is what happened. She called Ryan a hoe. And then Matt called her out on it and, 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 and said, I heard you called Ryan a hoe. And then what Victoria said is, you're taking that out of context. And then what Matt said is, what is the correct context in which you could call someone a hoe? It was the most perfect <laughs> response. He couldn't have handled it any better. Joey, what is your opinion on Matt as we sit right now? Because he has kind of shown a little bit of a different side of himself, don't you think? Yeah, first of all, that was an absolutely flawless response I loved by it. Matt. I loved it. In what context is that okay? She, she had nothing, is too. She that, had nothing. Yeah, that was flawless from boss, Matt. So, boss move. Yeah, I was being pretty harsh on Matt um, originally, you know, doing singing literally Mr. Obato. Um, I think he's been only getting better with time. Um, you know, he hasn't been on the show before. And it's funny because he'll talk about it, too. He'll be like, well, I can relate to you. And then he'll kind of like think in his head, no. No, I no, I really can't. I've never been on the show, but um, I think he's doing better. I mean, I really like to see him step up. He has a backbone, um, and he. So he, you do think he has a backbone after this episode, um, because we 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 we've talked about Matt and his inability to deal with conflict, um, and you think now we're we're going to see this new side of Matt moving forward. I don't completely disagree with that. I also saw we're going to talk about MJ a little bit at the very end. Um, I also saw he was calling out MJ no fear in just calling out MJ about relatively minor stuff. I think somebody, it is though. Now Matt's getting a little crazy now. Um, uh, what, what, what happened is somebody come, uh, came up to MJ and said, uh, or, or I think Jacenia, uh said, what she say? She said MJ's like causing a divide in the house. She came up with the JV varsity thing. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. MJ sucks. Don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> but um, it seemed like almost like a minor thing. And Matt just went right for it. I don't know. I'm almost like not sure how much of this is. I, I guess I shouldn't. I don't really want to talk about the producers. I'm going to assume everything that happens is Matt's you know, decision for the sake of the podcast. Um, but you're, you're really thinking we've seen a new side of Matt. He's going to continue to make this turn. He's going to kind of be no more, no more Mr. Nice Guy uh, when it comes to conflict. Is that what you're thinking? No, I, I think he's kind of rounded the corner here. And I think we're going to see a, you know, a better Matt. I mean, you need to deal with conflict. You are the bachelor. You got to face the facts here. And... It was funny. You got to face the facts when the facts are rumors. No, but seriously, but, though. But when the but, but when the facts are rumors, that's when you need to figure it out. Right. When the facts are rumors, that's when you have to get in there and figure out what's going on, which he has not done. Um, he did much more of that up ep this episode. I liked it a lot. I saw a much more kind of mature. I mean, Matt's proven himself to be a very, very mature um, a guy, a very good guy. I think that he his intentions are, are, are very good. He's the kind of guy that you would want to introduce to your parents. You know what I mean? He's like that kind of guy. Um, so I don't think there's any doubt he's a good guy. But I, I think when you when you when you when you throw the fact that he's really ready to start nailing down on who these girls are, what kind of you know situations being created in the house, um, I'm I, I'm all for it. Um, and Victoria's gone. Uh, we did not 
I made or I kind of made a mini rule that we're done talking about Victoria. Um, it looks like that got to come to a halt anyway um, because she is out and the way that she ended things uh, was about the way that you would expect instead of giving him a hug like everybody else did. Um, she said she feels sorry for Matt. Um, she feels sorry that Matt kept uh, Katie instead of her, <laughs> which which makes no sense. I will take Katie every day and twice on Sunday before I even get anywhere near Victoria. Um, but, uh, yeah, best of luck to Victoria uh, with whatever she's doing uh, currently in, in, in her life. I do wish her well. Um, okay. I'm noticing this, though, now, Joey. Now that Matt's kind of taken, taken this, this no more Mr. Nice Guy approach, now all the girls are, like, going up to him left and right. You know what I mean? Now I'm not, I, I kind of understood why he did nothing <laughs> initially because now that, he's, now that he is, you know, uh, kind of starting to address the drama, now the girls are going up, with, uh, going up to him with every little thing. And the only way Matt knows how to respond is absolutely, I will get to the bottom of that. A girl could come up to him with a very minor thing. I don't believe he's at a point now where he could say, that's actually not worth my time to discuss with the other girls. You know, I don't think he's at that point. So I'm noticing that. I'm noticing a trend where girls are coming up to him more and more and more. Is that common in The Bachelor? When you see The Bachelor address drama the first time, do the girls kind of start to think to themselves, oh, okay, this is where I need to go to make things really happen to address drama and also maybe for myself maybe i can throw some other chicks under the bus here maybe i can you know uh, be a little bit you know i got to do what i got to do to win the show right do you see that uh, very commonly yeah and it's it's pretty textbook actually like in this case like the lamb anna was slain and you could see it in their eyes you could they could see their instagram followers fleeting and it's so funny you could see it on victoria's face just sheer panic she was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This might be it. This might be the end of me. And everyone at home was like, yes, yes, yes. It's the end of Victoria. And she immediately like scrambled, was just her head was spinning. She tried to apologize to like 18 different people. Mm-hmm. And like it just didn't even work. It didn't even close to work. And who else was trying to apologize? Like MJ or somebody, whoever was like mean in the past, immediately after Anna was gone, they immediately just came out like out of nowhere like yes i'm gonna be nice now i'm gonna be nice now because they they knew they were about to go as well and then victoria went yeah there was a pretty serious turn in um after they saw hey matt's not messing around and he just axed anna over the new girl drama now all the ogs are saying uh sorry about all of that uh it's a little bit too late it's not it's not right um i i want to say this as well i lost respect for any girl who said that environment is not toxic that was that was a pretty common I shouldn't say common, but there were a few girls that are saying, really, you guys are saying that it's a toxic environment, that it's, you know, um, they are. And the women who are saying it's not a toxic environment are the OGs. It's not the women. Of course, it's not a toxic environment for you. I mean, are these contestants really that self-centered that they can't look and see while it's not a toxic environment for me? Are they are they? incapable do you think and i don't mean to say that they're less than me or that i'm capable and they're not so i'm not not what i'm trying to say i'm just trying to say do you think these people are capable of understanding that while it's not toxic for you it absolutely is for other people do you think that they like recognize that and are aware of that or in your experience watching this show do you see people are usually pretty kind of really self-centered and if it's not toxic for them it's not toxic for anybody because i really did i lost respect for any girl who made even a mention that that environment was not toxic that's not your that's not the place for the ogs to decide so this is my take on that so 
Did you watch the last round of presidential presidential debates? I did not. So basically, I see it similar to that, where it's just deflect, 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 deflect. Sure. And no one's going to ever fall on the sword, which, like you said, it was interesting that Anna actually did fall on the sword. It's very rare. And to, to be honest, though, like that is actually a pretty good strategy when you know you're wrong. Like, try to just deceive and make it look like you did nothing wrong because... It's a terrible, it, it's a terrible oh, strategy at being a good person. Oh, oh, it's a terrible strategy being a good person, but uh, remember, remember the end goal, Instagram followers, winning the, the show. The, the, the end goal is Instagram followers, unless you're Sean Lowe, which respect to Sean Lowe. He's still married. Uh, but you're right. The end goal here is is um, Instagram followers. I don't know. I, 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 I understand the, the whole falling on the sword. I'm, I'm a little... Disapp- I shouldn't say disappointed. Uh, maybe disappointed is the right word. I'm not surprised. Maybe that's, uh, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't surprise me um, that these girls don't follow on the sword when they make mistakes that they continue to blame other people. Um, it does disappoint me. I see there's a lot of girls here that I believe if they made a mistake, they would own up to it. There's a lot of girls I'm seeing that I really like right now. In fact, I think in general, we got a pretty clean we we I, I even mentioned in my Instagram in the Bros in the Break Room Instagram story, which Joey, did you know we're on Instagram? We're on Instagram now. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we're on Instagram now. <laughs> I just got a taste of our shot at you. Uh, we're on Instagram, by the way, Bros in the Break Room. Um, I did mention um, on my Instagram uh, on our Instagram story. Um, I, I I mentioned something um, about um, the fact that you know what, Joey. I was talking right there. I have absolutely no. I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I was on a roll. I was going to make a. I was going to make a decent point. It wasn't going to shatter the world. It wasn't going to. It wasn't going to change the world. But it was a solid B plus point that I was going to make. Um, and honestly, I have no idea where I was going with that. Um, and I forgot. And uh, we're going to move on because we are going to continue. I forgot. I didn't mention the live podcast idea. I have. I still have not forgotten about that. And I do want to do that. I, I looked into it a little bit. Um, it's going to take a little bit more research, uh, a little more work than I initially thought. Um, but um, it is something that we're going to be doing. And in the spirit of that, let's just run through this baby in one take. You know, if we forget our lot or, you know, do the best we can with it, I guess. But um, anyway, sorry about that. Lost my train of thought. My pick to win was Lauren. She gone, Joey. She gone. She gone. And you know what? She's not going to get one Instagram follower from it. I'm sorry, Lauren. I, I because when I when Lauren had her early interactions with Matt, I picked her to win because she was a, an attorney. She was extremely well spoken. She just seemed like a great girl to me. And I just said, you know what? I like her. Let's do it. Joey, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do it? Why can't I get this right? I'm already out. My winner's already gone. Nobody picked Lauren to win but me. And she's gone. Why can't I do this? What What did I mess up on here? What did I screw up on? That is makes you a good person in real life and makes you a bad person on reality TV. Okay, so I should have been paying a little bit more attention to instead of, you're right, because I did, I kind of said, hey, she's cool. I'd consider, you know, I don't say marrying her. You know, I'd maybe date, I'd go on a date with her for sure. So I should have looked at it a different way from who is maybe, well, what, what are we looking for? What are qualities that you typically see bachelor winners have that may be a good question and don't say things like nice good looking um but rather maybe potentially are there any like like kind of not so good qualities that they've utilized to help them win win the show i know it's kind of a tough question to answer on the spot but is there anything you can think of um that is a tough question to answer i mean it is i would say um and we'll get into this in a little bit um but you know i i think you gotta hold your cards close to the chest 
until it's time to play them. I sure. would say that's a really good way to put it. Don't come out night one saying you love the person. Sure. Um, I would say the longer you can hold off, the better it is for your chances. If you know the other person, the bachelor or the bachelorette is interested. Um, so yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's very well put. I think that's very well put. Um, I think um, moving into there. Well, I, I should mention Lauren's gone. Um, my new pick to win. Can you guess my new pick to win? Katie. It's not Katie. You want Katie to win though. I have two things actually. I have, and she's not who I want to win, believe it or not. I've actually made a slight change in that. Abigail? I want Abigail to win. Abigail's great. I want Abigail to win. We're going to talk about her in a little bit. I am just so, I'm extremely impressed with her as a person. Um, don't know if that's the, the qualities you need to uh, to win the bats, sir, but I'll tell you what, uh, if, if things with Abigail don't work out with uh, with, with, with Matt, and I might say this from time to time, Abigail, uh, I, I definitely would not mind giving her a call because she is extremely attractive. She is super cool. Uh, we'll, we'll get into Abigail. Um, but and again, that's who I want to win. Do you think, who, who do you think my pick is to take the W? Lauren's gone, so don't trust me. But who do you think I'm going to take to win? Wait, was it not Abigail? Is that who you want That's to win? That's who I want to win. Who you think is going to win? Who I think will win. Uh, Bree? Rachel. Oh, you think Rachel? No. I mean, I know that's. A, I, I understand that that's a very uh, obvious, uh, sort of obvious pick at this point. Um, but let's talk about Rachel's date a little bit Joey give me your thoughts on Rachel and what you thought of the the date the the, the date we have been waiting for this one-on-one -on -one, Joey for a long time because we've been saying when you do your power rankings we've been saying to ourselves well what does she bring to the table exactly and neither of us are exactly sure I've been waiting for this one-on-one -on -one. I've been losing sleep dude I've been laying in my bed. I've been looking up and I've been just thinking to myself, when is that Rachel one-on-one -on -one gonna happen? I've been tossing and turning. It finally happened. What did we learn about Rachel? It's so funny. Did you ever think you would say that? You've been thinking, laying awake at night, thinking about The Bachelor? Well, here's the thing, just in general with this, it's like, what am I doing? I'm very passionate about this. Joey, it's one month into 2021, and I'm super passionate about a Bachelor podcast. I'm spending my time looking at Bachelor news on the bros in the break room. And so I'm thinking, how did I get to this side of the, the, the internet? You know, I, I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in, you know, podcasts and speaking, doing, you know, radio type stuff. But why did it end up with The Bachelor? Well, it's all because of you. I don't know. That's why. I don't need to ask that question. It's all because of you. And you know what? I don't hate it because there's a lot to discuss on this show, and I actually find it very interesting. Uh, but no, I did not expect <laughs> to answer your question. No, that is uh, definitely not something I expected to be uh, to be saying in uh, 2021. But here we are. But on to, 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 to uh, Rachel. What did you learn about her? So I have been waiting to break down Rachel because we were wondering – what is the deal with Rachel? We don't know why she's been considered the front runner for so long now. And we just don't know why. Um, and she seems, she seems so perfect. She's almost too perfect. If that's a thing. Um, and we just didn't know if she had any flaws or if she had a sob story. So in their one-on-one -on -one date, she said she has self doubt, and insecurities. I, I don't know yep. fully um, if that adds up to what I've seen so far about her or how that's even possible that somebody um, that kind of looks like Rachel has insecurities. But what do you think? Um, 
Well, I believe her. I, I don't think it comes down to looks. Uh, if she has insecurity, she has insecurity. I think every, but here's my issue with that. I think every person in the world has insecurities. I don't think her opening up and saying, I have insecurities is opening up at all. <laughs> I think her saying, I'm not that confident. Well, everybody might appear, you know, everybody has, I think every person in the world has these issues. But it worked so well on Matt, didn't it? Oh, my goodness. She's good, man. I'll say this about, first of all, I'll say this about Rachel. There are many things I'd be willing to overlook. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say, I, I mean, I, I would say she is the most attractive on the show. And there are many things I would be willing to overlook um, when it comes to Rachel. Uh, say what you want about me and for about me. I, I don't really care. Um I don't think she really opened up at all, uh, which actually kind of leads me to this question before we dive into this a little bit more. Tell me what's up with these sob stories. That's been a big thing since episode one is when you get in there, you got to you got to open up. You got to be vulnerable. What if you're someone like Rachel? Rachel didn't have much to open up about and not everybody necessarily does. You want to get to know people as well as possible, but. To think that the best way to know somebody is to have them share their vulnerable details, I don't necessarily buy into that the way that ABC uh, seems to be. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole sob story kind of thing that The Bachelor does? Yeah, so opening up at the dinner part of the one-on-one -on -one date um, is like obviously huge in the show. Um, and typically you want to have a sob story or something big in your past that you can open up about. Sometimes they don't have it. I mentioned this on one of the earlier podcasts is if you don't have a sob story, I saw straight up a girl get axed right then and there for not having a sob story. You mentioned that. Yeah. However, sometimes you can get away with it. I have seen it before in a similar story to Rachel, um, Cassie Randolph actually on Cole Underwood season. It was kind of the same thing. Very similar to Rachel. Um, kind of just, you know, kind of girl next door personality similar, like I said, to Rachel. Um, and she didn't really have it. Cassie didn't really have a backstory either. But, you know, she already kind of had the mysterious playing hard to get vibe. And that's, again, what I think Rachel, why we were keep wondering, why is she considered this front runner? I think it's because she plays hard to get. And she I think she's much smarter than she leads on because yeah. she on the one on one date. She's like, oh, you know plays it off as like I'm quiet I think she's very smart <laughs> yeah she plays it off as I'm quiet I have all these insecurities I didn't even know if you notice me it's like all yeah. this all these things when she knows like he's gonna notice but I think that the harder she plays to get the more and more interested he's going to become you've you've mentioned that now here's the question I, I, but let me maybe ask it this way let's pretend like you were the bachelor Joey Havlick is a bachelor okay you talk to Rachel or whoever um uh, during the date and they don't have too much of a sob story for you they have you know some things that you know would that bother you a lot if you were the bachelor would that potentially hinder you or would that hurt them in your mind if they didn't have a sob story and they didn't open up because for me personally it would not it would not bother me it would not prevent me in any way um I believe uh, be, because I don't know their lives. I don't. It's not like a sob story contest. Best sob story wins. I mean, I I know it doesn't work like that. Would that bother you if they didn't have a sob story and you were the bachelor? It, it wouldn't bother me. Um, I just think it's it's just interesting because it's it's like part of the show typically. Like I think when they interview these people to come on contestants, whether it's bachelor or bachelorette, they do ask them like, you know, what's your background? Do you have any like 
and I, I don't even know how they sure. would word the question in the like ABC interview when they're casting, but it has to be like something like, do you have like a yeah. a dramatic event that happened in your yeah, past tell us or, about like, your, or like tell what us, makes yeah, you open up, you, about, your open up yeah. open up about your past yeah. and then they see what they would say and then I think they kind of think that in the one-on-one date they would you know kind of say something maybe similar right and so right ABC's looking for juicy details here right they're right. they're looking that I mean they want to get this vulnerable information because it makes for better TV is is at least my thought I don't know I'm just kind of interested by the sob story because that seems to be an ongoing thing and and sob story is actually a really not a very nice way to put it um it, it's more just um, they're really just e- explaining vulnerable details from their past, you know, and it, it's kind of bothered me from the get go. This whole sob, uh, I don't really want to call it that, uh, the whole vulnerability thing and forcing them to be vulnerable. I could tell what's her name, uh, ALS girl. She wasn't ready to be vulnerable. I got ALS girl. That's not an okay thing to say. Uh, her, her father had ALS, uh, Sarah, I believe her name was, <laughs> excuse me, um, Sarah, um, um, she, it was kind of the same like situation for her. She was clearly not ready to open up, but she did cause she was kind of forced to. And I don't know, I'm, I'm just not really a fan of that, but, um, Rachel's good, man. She's just good. She knows what she's doing. She's extremely confident. She pretends like she's not. I disagree. I think she's very confident. I think that she's playing a little bit of a game with him, which you have alluded to many times, and I think you're spot on correct. I think we continue to see that more. And you know what I think we really saw here, Joey, is Matt is... I don't want to say he's falling for it because, um, but maybe that is the right word. I mean, he really is, man. He's hook, line, and sinker. I think, I think he was the first, she was the first one that he actually said, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. Was that the first time you've heard that? She was, she was for sure the first. Yep. And I also mentioned Kit said the same thing. I'm starting to fall in love with you. Now, how the hell could Kit be falling in love with them? I'm sorry, but they haven't even hardly so much as spoken, as far as I've seen, before the one-on-one. Am I wrong about that? Uh, again, that's what I'm seeing. I, I can, I'm only watching the show, of course. I don't know what's going on there. Well, it's but. funny because I think, I mean, he she probably had about the same amount of time as Rachel. And you know what's yeah. interesting? Did he say, I love you back to Kit? Excellent point. Nope. He did not. You're right. Um, I and neither one of them said I love you. That wasn't the word. I think they said I'm starting to fall in love with you. Um, did Matt reciprocate the I'm starting to fall in love with you with Kit? I do nope. not believe he did. No, nope. she nope. didn't. Nope. Um, I think he did say something positive to Kit though. I think her date went really good. We probably won't have time to talk about Kit's date. Do you want to talk about it right now, real quick? I don't know. What do you What do you think of um, Kit? I, guess? I actually had one more thing on Rachel's date. Not yeah. to be too no, no, long. No, keep going. No, keep going. But it's great. It's just like obviously we were saying we had been waiting to talk about this one just because she is just considered so widely as the front runner and just the question was why 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 and it was so funny because in the date it was exactly what you think it would be like she is like i said i didn't i don't want to talk about looks in this in this podcast at all uh, i want to usually go deeper but i'm going to break that rule for one second good we're gonna we'll talk about looks <laughs> I, I will i can pretend that looks don't matter and I want to be subjective, but the truth of the matter is that looks do matter. And Rachel is hot. Rachel Kirkconnell is hot. Did you get a last name on her? There I said it from Instagram. Duh. Oh, you've got a last name? Rachel Kirkconnell. Cor- K- oh, I'll have to. Okay. All right. Interesting. And um, uh, there yeah, I said it. Yeah, it's yeah. on record. Oh, feels, oh, feels good. It feels good to say. Wow. It. Oh, yeah, wow. What a bold thing oh, to say, uh, Joey. I know. Wow. I know. Rachel's hot. One of the most one of the most gorgeous. Just an absolute smoke show. And now you've admitted that she's hot on the podcast. That's got to be a load off your chest, man. That was a that was a crazy thing you just said, man. But wow. this this wow. begs the question is Matt shallow. What? Now, hold on a second. What kind of question is that? What do you mean is Matt shallow? If she hasn't done anything else besides just be attractive. Do you think it's shallow? Let me ask you that. 
Do, do I think what's shallow? Do you answer the question? Do you think Matt's being shallow by continuing to be into Rachel, even though she's not really doing anything? I mean, I, I don't I wouldn't say that, but I think it's interesting that he's putting her basically she's the front runner. Right. Everyone knows it. Like he I, would say, I would say I would say I would say she's a number one front runner. Right. She'd be number one in my right. my power but, ranking. But what I'm saying is what has she done to put herself in that position? Because honestly, quite I frankly, saw the date with her. I would enjoy hanging out with Rachel. I would. I saw the date with her. I think she seems like a great person. Now, is she full of bubbly personality? No. Am I looking for that? Not necessarily. I'm not opposed to it. But what, the way that Rachel behaved, I could tell when Rachel was during the, during the date. Something I actually like about her is she never makes an effort to adjust herself to who she thinks Matt wants. Does that make sense? She never thinks, huh, Matt wants this, so I better be this. You know what she does? She does Rachel. Rachel does Rachel. And during that date, Rachel did Rachel. And Matt really respected it. So I don't think it's fair to say that Rachel is has no personality or Rachel's boring or Rachel's actually and you're not saying that I know you're not but I think in combat but when you take her 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 uh, her looks and you take that in combination with kind of her confidence in who she is I think it's very attractive I'm not surprised that Matt's falling for her as as he put it um I think it makes sense I absolutely do not think it makes him shallow at all I don't I don't I don't necessarily we don't need to get into that right now it's a whole can of worms um I don't think there's anything shallow um about that whatsoever I think it's being a person I think it's very natural I think it's normal I don't think it's even remotely um shallow we don't quite have time to to, to get into all of that but um Yes. Um, anything else on, on, on Rachel? I'm sure she'll pop up again in your power rankings, which we're going to get to. But um, any, any, anything else on Rachel? Uh, no, no, that's it. No. Okay. And I mean, I was I wasn't suggesting that Matt shallow. Um, I was just saying that. No. Um, kind of given everything I've seen so far. Um, I was just saying, I, I don't know if her looks have been playing into it. Yeah, I think overcompensating it's good- um, or not. I think it's um, a good question. And when looks, and I don't want to talk about looks too much on this show either. And I like that we don't. Um, I'm not afraid to. I mean, if it pops up, I'll, I'll definitely, I definitely will. But I like the fact that we don't. I like the fact that we take their personality into account mainly. But we also have to take their looks into account. We would be doing a disservice, I think, to the listeners to just assume that, you know, that physical attraction doesn't exist. I mean, you got to, you know, you, you, you got to be, uh, you got to be honest. I do believe this, though. I do believe the women there are. Are, are very pretty. I mean, you can't really go wrong um, necessarily. So I, I, I think that that kind of creates a standard where it's like, well, they're also all good looking. But yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you um, on, on, on all of that. And I'm, I'm curious to see what Rachel does. I, I, she is my pick of a winner. I could see her being a bachelorette. Do you see that? Uh, you're oh, okay. Maybe not. I mean, I, at this point, I've said this before and I'll get into it in my power rankings, but I don't see at this point any way that it wouldn't be Rachel and Brie as the last two. I've seen the show so many times. Tried to make a bet with you. Couldn't figure out the odds. Yeah. Couldn't get the uh, odds. I mean, I would literally, I I, I would probably take that against, I would maybe take even money on that. Brie, Rachel versus the field. All right. Remind me uh, at the end of this to take even money on that because I will definitely do that. (laughs) Um, Barn date. I don't have too much to say about the barn date. Here's the only thing I am going to say. I could see the girls during that barn date, some of them were really hurting. I could see that they were really, and it makes so much sense to me, because now we're getting into the part of the show here. This is kind of the second half now. It's kind of the second chapter of the show, especially since we've kind of gotten rid of the producer picks, it feels like. The producer picks are gone. It feels a little bit more genuine. We're ready to rock. Oh, we got, we got a second. I could tell these girls, they're really starting to get feelings for Matt. 
They, I mean, it, 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 they really are um, because they're in that house. They're spending all of their time focused on Matt, 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 Matt. They're starting to get real feelings for her. Going on these group dates with eight women and he's making out with some of them. And he's not making out with others. Some get time, some don't. Boy, that's got to be really tough for those women. Don't you think those group dates? You ever think about that? What are your thoughts on those group dates in general? And I want to ask this. Why aren't girls more open during their short, the short amount of time they spend on group dates? Why don't girls take that time to be to give to be vulnerable? Maybe that could be a, a maybe a, a really good play. Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough on the group dates to open up. I mean, you have such limited time. You probably, but you don't. You don't though, because you all of the girls got individual time with him, right? But my point is, they probably. I mean, they get maybe five, maybe ten minutes. Perfect. Do it then. Yeah, yeah I know. But I'm saying it's not as long as like a full on dinner date. Right? You're right. It's not. But I think uh, Abigail, who I'm going to get to in a little bit, handled that perfectly. She sat down with Matt and she said, "Hey, I'm not doing super well. Uh, I'm glad I'm here, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but this is hard. Uh, that group date was hard. Um, I'm not sure where I where I where I sit. I like you. I'm starting to develop feelings for you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this is um, but this is really kind of starting to hurt me. And she did that within that five minute time period. And you know who got the rose in the group date? Yeah, Abigail. It was. Yeah. And no. I and I don't believe that's a coincidence. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I think that some girls handle it much better than others. I agree with you. I think Abigail handled it beautifully. I think that. Um, no, I, I actually do really like Abigail as well, just because she is very real. Yeah. Um, kind of getting back to what you were saying about Rachel too. And I think that like Bree, some of these girls have done this is like, yeah, just be yourself and just be real as real as you can on national television. Right. I even think MJ is being herself. I don't like MJ. I don't like her, but I think that she, I think that that is who she is. I think that I, I, of course, I, I don't know her. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say this. I think that there is some work. To, I think she has some maturing to do, in my opinion, MJ. But I think even she, even though it's not a personality I like, I still feel it's. I still feel it is genuine. I don't know. Um, we'll get to Ab. I'll get to Abigail at some point. I got to talk about her because I've just been so impressed with her. Her positive attitude. Her positive demeanor. Um, if I was Matt and I could marry one girl, I would pick Abigail right now. I would. Yeah, she. I, I, I would take her. Abigail's Abigail's good. I, she's she's deaf. She um, seems to be doing okay. I don't yeah, hear her I, saying what a lot. Yeah, I think you know, she seems to be catching everything. All right. I don't, I don't know the details. I haven't looked it up, but I think like um, maybe like when she was younger, they like did a surgery and then they like made it so that she could hear or something, which is actually just amazing. That it the really is incredible. Is, is I think I've actually talked to you about that before. There's a video on YouTube. And I would encourage people to look it up. Um, uh, it's like a two-year-old boy or something who couldn't hear. And the doctors gave him the technology necessary to be able to hear. They put the the hearing thing in. And he just lights up. The baby just starts laughing. Or the baby. It's a two-year-old. Uh, so the toddler starts just laughing. And and just he's, he can hear. And it's nothing but just pure amazement. That is really amazing. Um, and I like Abigail um, uh, a lot. And yeah, on a totally unrelated note, that technology is kind of amazing that they're they're able to do that. Um, Joey, do you know what time it is? Is it power ranking time? It is time for your power rankings, and it is time for your song. It is now time for Joey's power rankings. This is the power rankings um, this kind episode? of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's Power Rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season 
so far. Kind of. What the hell are these? Halfway. It, it it just doesn't get old to me. I, I know we've only done it twice, but I don't I don't see that song getting old to me. Do you see it getting old to you? I'm entertained by it every time. I think it's just I love it. No, it's pretty classic. Okay, good. I'm glad you like it. Uh, it is time for Joey's Power Rankings. Joey, bros in the break room tradition, explain to me what the Power Rankings are, and then we'll start. The Power Rankings are a perfect version of who I think is going to win the show in order as it stands now, given what they've done on the show. I love how much this extra point, explaining. This Why point. do you do so much extra explaining? You Because you're getting it. You're at the point now where you know how to explain it. You know what they are, but why do you continue to say at this point, at this point in the show, based on what they've done so far, as opposed to what? What they've done in the future? I mean, you over-explain the crap. I love it. Never stop. I'm going to ask you to explain your power rankings every time. And one of these days, you're just going to nail it down perfectly. Right now, you're definitely over-explaining <laughs> that pretty badly. Okay, number five, who we got? Number five, I'm going to actually go, and I think she was in my power rankings last time. Um, I'm actually going to go um, Piper, actually, surprisingly. Okay, she was in your power rankings last time. Yeah, I think she actually seems, um, I like her, she like randomly made out with him on the yeah there's something to be said about that the, uh, group date which was just so bold it was like really surprising i was well like, it almost what? seemed like it almost seemed like matt was seemed to initiate that kiss is what's interesting she was getting ready to do an interview with um with the cameras i think and then matt just kind of came up and started making out with her it was really weird it was almost kind of poor it was almost kind of which i want to actually give abc major props because I think it was maybe the first 30 minutes or so of this of this episode was produced, edited, the music and everything was beautifully. It made things so much more dramatic. ABC, I keep talking about how they know what they're doing. I got to give them serious props for how, 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 how well that they, 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 they did um, this episode. I'm surprised again to see her make your top five. I don't, you're right, that makeout thing, there's something to be said about that. But boy, I think of all the girls that are left, I think she is the one that I maybe know the least about. Um, I, I like I mentioned last time. I think I, I think she's very cute. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, not. I, I, I don't I don't really agree with that one. I don't I don't see her as a big. I don't know. Yeah, I think she's kind of a sleeper. There's sometimes that happens where they don't get as much airtime, and then um, they come through later, um, getting much more. And I don't think she's going to win the show, but I think that she, um, I don't know. I could see her getting a one-on-one next week, potentially, and yeah, we'll see what happens. It's kind of a flyer. But okay. All right. Yeah. We got her at number five. Who you got four? Yeah. So four, uh, I have Abigail as four. Yeah. I, yeah. She's, I get to talk about Abigail? Yeah. She's so, she's so good. I mean, I don't think you can say a bad thing about her. Uh, by far and above, one of the most pleasant contestants that's ever been on the show um, even though <laughs> never been kissed and and BK Heather looks like she's making a return. Oh, well. So can you explain to me who that is exactly? She seems to be showing up and maybe we're going to have a new contestant um, on the show next week. Who is Heather? Oh, uh, you never, mean MB, MBK Heather? Uh, it sounds like she's never been kissed. That was her, what season was she on? She was on a season of The Bachelor already, it sounds like. She must have done yeah, pretty well. She seems I'm to be a household her, name. You know what? I actually don't remember the season. I want to say Colton Underwood. I actually am okay. Kind so of, a recent a, season, a fairly recent season. Okay, yeah. and and basically she had never been kissed. Yeah, because and that was her big thing. Yeah, because the big mo for Colton Underwood was he was a virgin, and she and took then, it a step farther. And wow. then yeah, she. I think she might have been on his season. She's like, well, I've never even been kissed, and it's like, come on. 
come on. Like, I, 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 I don't buy that for a second. I, I just don't well, buy it for a well, second. Well, I don't know if I buy it for a second or not. Um, you know, saving yourself, you know, uh, you know, waiting until marriage, uh, saving yourself for, for marriage. Um, I got no problem with that. Waiting for a, 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 for ki- a first kiss until marriage is one of the most insane things I've ever heard in my life. I don't know where she got that from. I don't know if she like misinterpreted something that someone told her. That's not okay to kiss. That's one of the most insane things I've ever heard in my entire life. So during, so she wasn't kissing him then. She wasn't kissing Colton or whoever the bathroom was that year because she she just didn't, no, no, didn't she's kiss. She's MBK. Heather. So she wasn't kissing him. No, she's M- she was MBK. Heather. That's insanity. That's insanity, Joey. It's insanity. I and she's coming on this season. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm actually so excited. I'm so excited to see uh, her not kiss Matt and for Matt to try to. I mean, because how can you know kissing is important? I mean, in, ter- in determining who your spouse is going to be, there's totally a connection there that speaks, you know, louder than words. I think, and to just say, hey, I'm not going to kiss you, that's going to set you up for failure. Um, again, I think it's totally different than, you know, um, you know, saving yourself for, for, for marriage. Um, but to save your kiss for marriage, I don't know if it's weird. necessarily to play devil's advocate. I don't know if it necessarily sure. is going to set her up for failure, but I'm, I'm just flat out not buying it. I'm just not buying oh, that one. Lying. Like, like I'll well, buy, I'll but, buy well it doesn't really matter if she's lying or not, because if she's not kissing, Colton or Matt, it's going to hurt her. In my opinion, you might just dis- 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 disagree with that, yeah. but that's my thought. Okay. Um, Here's what I'll say about Abigail, um, and I, I've noticed many, many things that I have liked about her. I mentioned last episode, something I like about her is she's always in good spirits. She has not once engaged in the, any drama. She hasn't, not only is she not starting drama, Joey, she's intentionally avoiding it. I also noticed this about Abigail. All of the other girls seem to really like her and seem to be friends with her. Like, when she gets ready to start to... I, I, I noticed, who was it? I think Ryan, or one of the new girls, maybe even, said, Abigail, how you doing? And, and Abigail said, oh, I'm a little bit anxious, nervous to talk to him. And the other girl was kind of comforting Abigail. And when Abigail would talk, I saw another girl put her arm around Abigail. I can tell she's making friends there. She's there. And you know what else I like about Abigail? I mentioned the same thing about Rachel. I feel like Abigail is just doing Abigail. I don't know. I think I think she's a little bit shy. She doesn't maybe have that same kind of confidence that Rachel has, but she's just always in good spirit. She never engages in any drama. She's just uh, she just seems like a a good person who just wants to do good things. I also noticed that I couldn't help but to notice this when Rachel got her one on one. Abigail was in the background. I, I just couldn't help but to notice this when Rachel got her one on one and the news came. Rachel was obviously thrilled, right? And everybody was disappointed. I noticed that. Abigail was smiling and it looked like a very genuine smile as if to say I'm happy for you Rachel that you get the one-on-one she gave this smile and I'm just thinking like what kind of a person you know and she expressed some in this episode she um I don't believe it was easier for I don't believe it was easy for her to do this but she um expressed some you know concerns she had with where she was at with everything but Boy, I just see her, at least, I shouldn't say I see her because, again, I mean, I don't want to actually make any inferences as these as people. This really is what the producers are showing me. Uh, that's kind of dumb. I don't want to continue to say that. I'll give my thoughts a, a, as I see her. Um, and I, I think she is fantastic. If I could marry any one of these girls, that would be my girl to marry. I know that that sounds um, um, a little excessive, but, but I, I don't know. I think she's, she's, she's the one that I want to win. Um, she is just, she's just very, very sweet. Very, very nice. There need, the world needs more Abigails and less Victorias in my opinion. Um, and she, kinda, and, and she, Abigail, I think sets a good example, um, for, uh, I don't know, people watching the show. So I think she's great. Uh, good pick. Uh, number three. All right. So number three, I am going to go Katie. And I think 
from what I've seen yep. on yep. social medias, um, I, I think that everybody is pretty much behind that one at this point. Um, Katie is great. Uh, she stood up to <clears throat> Victoria and Anna and basically anyone awful, probably even MJ. I can't. Now, what are you seeing on social media uh, that that you're? Uh, that, uh, she, that she's just getting a lot of praise, Good. and it's, she deserves it. It's very deserved. And she's, you know what? She's standing up to these girls. She's kind of doing it solo too. She's not saying I'm going to stand up to you with my team or anything. She's kind of saying, "Hey, what you're doing is wrong." And I'm going to go up to Matt and I'm going to let him know. I love that. Uh, one of my biggest, one of my favorite things about Katie is just that um, now that she's kind of starting to see the drama and she's handling it her own way, I think I'm starting to learn who she is a little bit more. When Sarah, um, Sarah, who left the show and um, and, uh, and and her, um, had, what was her name? Katie, I'm sorry. Um, Katie, when they, when they had a little bit of a spat, they got a little bit of a disagreement. Do you remember that? That's just Katie going, now that I think about it going back, it's like that's just Katie standing up for what she believed was right. You know, and and the way that she handled it wasn't so much as confrontational. I don't remember now exactly as much as it was. What was that? Because do you remember Sarah interrupted the date, which I actually didn't think was cool. And then those two really connected. And ever since then, Katie has just been. I mean, she's the reason Anna's gone. We can thank her for that. Um, I believe she's the reason Victoria's gone as well. Um, and so, in terms of the execution week. Um, and it is execution week. It was execution week, and Mike and Joey are happy about it. I think we got Katie to kind of kind of thank for that to a certain extent. Do you agree? Yeah, she's just been kind of the the all star. It's it's literally like for any guys that are still listening here at fifty two minutes, she's just kind of is almost like the Patrick Mahomes of the squad. She kind of puts everybody on her back, and she just goes out there and she just executes. She really she, does. She yeah. just she just does it. Yeah, like you said, she took out basically took out Anna. And took out Victoria, and she did it in like the correct way. It was, she's just well spoken, yeah. and she went out there and just performs. Like you get limited time, and yeah. she's made very good use with her time. She has, and you know what? She hasn't gotten a one on one yet. No, she that's hasn't. Scary, but that's, that's scary, yeah. Joey. Because would I feel like I feel like Katie's done a real good job. That's scary because when she does get that one on one, there could be something real there. I think Katie. I think Katie could be a winner. I. I, I don't know about that, uh, but I would say I would say this. You got her number I think, three. I, yeah, yeah. I would say this. This is my rankings. Remember, as as I think the order is going to fall at the ends. So I based I on who you've seen at this what, point. What, at this point. Uh, at this part of the episode, with based on this point, right? Correct. Now, is it based on this point or is it based into the future? Well, it's based on everything we've seen. Where I think she'll place in the end. Okay, so it's based on right now. Yes, correct. you so, can't tell, but I'm totally messing with you. Yeah, this is yeah. you over explaining again. <laughs> okay, yes, I get it. But yeah, so I think that. Um, I mean, I just think um, she's going to be along around for a very long time. I agree, and it's deserved. It's I deserved agree completely. She's another good person. Just I like yeah. good people. When I, I, that's what I'm looking for in this show. I'm looking for good people. I see a good person in Katie. Yeah. Absolutely. And if Katie, the thing is, um, if she doesn't win, which I don't think she will, but I think she'll go far. I think that she will could potentially I think she's a lock for Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise. Sure. And I think Which we're gonna watch. Yeah, which we'll watch. But I think potentially Bachelorette and eh, too early on that one. Too early to make that call. Can't don't even want to guess at it yet. But um God, the Bachelorette does not sound fun to me. It sucks too, because I would love to watch a KD season of the Bachelorette. 
Nah, it's great. You're locked in. Is it great? You yeah, really like all, it? They're all great. Okay. All right. We'll see. Maybe not I'll, winter games. I'll tell you what. I'll give it a try. How's that sound? I actually remember I did give the Bachelorette a try, and this is a can of worms I do want to open um, on this podcast at some point. Now's not the right time because um, I'm going to kind of want to get into it. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. It was immediately after Chris Souls the season. And they set up those two girls. Do you know what I'm talking about? With the Bachelorette. They had two Bachelorettes for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. They only and did they, that one time. Yeah, I'm sure they only did do it one time because it was one of the worst um, experiments I've, I've ever seen. I, I don't want to. I will get into that can of worms because I thought it was such a terrible thing that ABC did. A very mean thing that ABC did. <laughs> mean. and just sounds like a kind of sound like an eight year old there. But uh, that's the only word I can think of. Um, anyway. Um, okay. Who was that? Katie three. Uh, okay. And we got the usual suspects. I imagine two and one. Who you got two? So two, I'm actually going to flip the script, sure, believe I it agree. or not, today. Yep. yep, good call. And I'm actually going to go Rachel as two. Um, you've always had Rachel too. Have I always had you, Rachel you've had, too? You've been having Brie number one. Oh, I thought last week I had Brie. I, I thought I had Rachel's number one. Did I not? I might not have. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember know. exactly now. I thought I had Rachel out front, but I'm, I'm, I'm switching it because, you know what? Okay, you're taking Rachel number two. I yeah. have Rachel okay. as... Number two, and this I'm surprised. This is, this I am is, surprised by I, that. I, let me explain this. Okay. So th- this is probably more of what I want to happen. I I will say caveat to my power rankings right now. So this is maybe not. This is maybe more emotion than subjectiveness at this point. With this, this <laughs> who knows what these power rankings are. This is why I ask you to explain it. And now we're getting. Now we're into it, and it turns out what he explained isn't even what we're doing. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on with it with, with it anymore. The, the thing um, is, yeah, go ahead. The thing is, so we talked about Rachel a lot people are probably tired of it if they've listened for this full hour at this point but um i mean she was the main premise of the episode so i imagine they're going to want to hear about her (laughs) correct correct but um the thing is um i i would like yeah i can just talk about one and two together now i would like brie to win like i said getting back to the bet i don't see any way Anyway, it's not Rachel and Brie at the end. I haven't read spoilers. I swear. Okay. I have not read any spoilers. So if that's what it comes down to. And people are like, you've read spoilers. I haven't. I swear. But I just, from what I've seen in my years of expert Bachelor experience, I don't see any other way. You know what? I'm not even really Googling anything related to The Bachelor um, because out of fear that a spoiler will pop up or something. I don't like that, that there is a possibility of spoilers. Why would you want to read that? I don't I don't know. Um, but I don't even read that. So, okay, are we doing that then the bet? I mean, what's going on with that? Um, even money. Even now, money? Now, yeah, because you just said, and I got I to gotta do even money with you on this for sure, because you just actually said the words, you don't see any way. I, I don't. So I don't know why you're not doing even money and throwing your house down on it. <laughs> you don't see any way. I mean, man, all right, what do you say, 20 bucks? Yep, 20 bucks. Okay, there it is. So if... The last two are Rachel and Bree. You get twenty dollars. If the last two are anybody else, literally, in, in, including including Rachel and Abigail, I yeah. would win. Any other combination. Rachel and any other combination, uh, which Brie could include one, else, which could include else. one of those two girls. Exactly, I win. Okay, there's the bet right there. Um, twenty dollars. Um, Bree did not get. I don't think Bree made a single. Bree did a, a single thing here. My um, my top, well, I don't know what my top three would be to win, but I, I do believe Rachel will win. That's my opinion. I thought we saw an extremely strong showing from her. I'm not as sold as on Bree as you are. I believe Matt is very into her. I believe their one-on-one was a while ago. I think she's slipping a little bit. 
Um, the way I see things, I think she's slipping a little bit. I, I see her as a great person who made a great connection and, and, and had a great date. I was very impressed with her as well by the date. Um, I'm not seeing her getting quite a, a, as much airtime. Um, I, I would flip those. I believe I would have Brie too, and I would put Rachel number one. But I, um, I respect your, um, your, 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 your look at it. Yeah, and I think kind of the last thing on it is like, yeah, I was saying, I think my gut is telling me Rachel's going to win, but my gut is also telling me they're going to be, they would make it, I don't know, a month and then break off. But you never know. You never know. You, you, it's, it's hard to predict. You can't predict. And you, you know, it's, you it's can tough. though. I, I predict it won't work. How's that for a prediction? With whoever Matt picks, I'm going to predict it won't work. With anybody? With any of them. See, I think with now, some... Now, now, do you want to know why I'm predicting that? Based on the fact we've had 25 seasons of this, and only Sean Lowe has proven that my it can man. work. My man, too. I respect Sean for, for making that work, for sticking through it, because this show, and I mentioned this last episode, it just sets you up so horribly to find your spouse. You don't get to see... You know what? The farmer... Do you remember during the farm date... The farmer said something. Do you remember that farmer guy who talked a little bit? Not really. Okay, well, there was a farmer during the date. He actually said something kind of interesting. He said, you really find out who your partner is when you see them go through difficult times, is what he said. There's something to that extent. Matt will not see any of these. Well, he will see these women go through dramatic times. He will see these women go through, um, you know, uh, you know, potentially. I don't. But that's not a difficult time. That's more situational. I'm talking about, you know, her really going through something where she needs you, and 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 you need to be there for her. I'm not. And Matt would absolutely, absolutely believe that Matt is a great guy. He would be there, but you don't know what she's gonna be. You know, you don't. It's impossible to know. And when Rachel says she's falling in love with Matt, I mean, really? And then Kit says it. Are we at that point, Joey? Are we in? Are we in? I'm fall. I'm starting to fall in love with you territory in the show. Does that happen second half of the show? Because they could say. I mean, they and and, you, and I don't think it hurts to say um, to, to 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 maybe you know. Uh, I don't think it hurts to say to maybe uh, uh, uh you know try to try to make a play at winning this thing i don't know well it's interesting because i thought what rachel did so beautifully and so strategically was she did keep her cards close to her chest and she was um playing hard to get which honestly it, if the you, if you already know you have the person on the hook playing hard to get is by far the best strategy you could ever do i've already referenced this before but jordan rogers did it so perfectly yeah, with like Jojo you, you and sure it like just that. I mean it was his was he he perfected it his was flawless Jordan like there's certain things Jordan Rogers my opinion best uh best person to play hard to get of all time Luke P best villain of all time Nick Vile best badger of all mm-hmm. time I'm interested to check these people yeah, out these are these are all them. this these are all these are all yeah. the stories for another day but I would say I love how opinionated you are I would say awesome. at this point Rachel is looking like she's going to rank right up there with Jordan Rogers on being the best hard to get person of all time. Because the one thing that's interesting though about that is it was a little interesting that she already did did drop that I'm falling in love with you. Nothing hard to play. Nothing hard to get about that. Nothing hard to get about that. I mean, she's doing a lot of pull and push here, right? Right. She's doing a lot of pull and push and it, it, and she's doing a, she's doing a very good job with it. Masterful almost. Masterful job with it. It's working. And, uh, and she continues and, and she continues to have a lot of success with that. So, 
Um, yeah, that what, what are we at? One hour and two minutes, Joey. We continue to kind of nail it. I don't mean to I don't mean to brag, but I think you and me are doing pretty good with time. We try to be at about an hour. That's what we decided we're gonna do. Um, we are at, at, at right about an hour right now. If you're still listening, just want to say what up? Is that it? That's all you want to say? That, that was it. You had an hour to, to talk and to talk to these people, and then at one hour two minutes, you just want to give a quick what up? To, just in general, not to like a person. You don't want to give a shout out to someone in specific. You just want to give a quick what up to just the general audience. Just, I'll, I'll give one to Andy McCardle. If you're still listening in a minute to what up, Andy? I love Andy. I'll give a what up to Andy too. He was one of our initial followers. Um, and Andy's the man. Um, so what up, Andy? I agree with that. Um, okay, well, we are going to start to wrap up. Um, I do want to mention to people uh, the live podcast thing is not going anywhere. Um, that is on my to-do list. Um, we want to do that. We want to have people call in. Also, um, we are going to start doing an email segment. I posted about this. I'd like to try this, see how it goes. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. Um, email us at brosinthebreakroom at gmail.com. You can email us anything at all. I honestly don't care what it is. You can rip the show. You can praise the show. You can do whatever you want. You can make a fake email address and do it all anonymously. I don't care. The point is we want to see these emails. We want to see what you guys have to say. We would love the opportunity um, to be able to um, to, to, to respond to them right then and there. But the dream is to have people be able to call in, ask us questions live right then and there. And I think that's the way we're going to go. So with that, folks, we are going to wrap up. So everybody have a great rest of your day. And we will see you guys next week. See you later.